Hey everyone, I'm Lev. Ordinarily, this is the part of the podcast where there'd be some kind of opening sketch. But instead, for this first episode, I'd like to use this space to introduce bricolage. Bricolage will hopefully make you laugh and think, though not necessarily at the same time. There will be scripted and unscripted comedy. I will tell long, rambling, cringe-inducing stories. You'll get to meet some interesting people, and we'll all learn something. Not in a what's-happening-to-my-body-puberty-is-new-why-are-my-testicles-shaped-like-that sort of way, but more of a, oh, that's cool, sorry-I-farted-at-your-political-protest kind of thing, you know? So let's do this! You're listening to Bricolage. Truth. Comedy. Politics. With your host, Lev. On this episode, we talk with my fiancé, meet a conservative talk radio host, learn a new salsa dance, and of course, trivia with Josh Ellis. But first, sponsors. This episode of Bricolage is brought to you by Uncle Barry's, a bar in Park Slope, Brooklyn, near the Barclays Center, 5th Avenue between Bergen and St. Mark's Place. Also by Sudden, underwear for men who suffer from spontaneous public ejaculation. Girls have period underwear now. Sometimes we come in our pants, and that's also totally biologically normal. Sudden, you're not alone. And finally by Chipotle. Your chance of contracting a food Foodborne illness when dining with us is now down to just 12%. Chipotle, why not take a risk? Time for Bricolage Trivia with Josh Ellis. Now here's the question. Name the four presidents who have won a Nobel Prize. And for a bonus point, which of them is the only Republican to have received the award? Once again, name the four presidents who have won a Nobel Prize. And for a bonus point, which of them is the only Republican to have received the award? Okay. All right. Good question, Josh. Stick around, y'all. The answers are coming up later on this episode of Bricolage. Smarmy Gallivant, conservative talk radio for real conservatives. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't. I really don't. If you like boys, just be a homosexual. Obamacare shouldn't buy you a vagina just because you say you were born a lady. Heck, I knew a guy on my high school football team acting like he had a vagina, but the taxpayers sure as heck didn't buy one for him. Liberals don't even pass gas the way real Americans do. One time I was in San Francisco one of my book tours. I, I feel bad for conservatives who live in that awful place. Every now and then I pay them a visit, you know? Anyways, I was there just walking down the street and this ponytailed vegan folk singer or whatever cuts me off. Then I caught wind of the type of flatulence he was giving out to the world. Hoo-wee, now that just ain't right.
Wow, I am so happy to be able to say this. My first guest on Bricolage is none other than my fiance. Now, when we recorded this, she was just my girlfriend. She has since become my fiance, or as the Germans say, Mein Verlopte. She was not what I would call ecstatic about making her podcast debut on Bricolage, but you know what? We did it anyway, and I hope you all like it. Here we go. Okay, let's have a conversation with Vicky Ryder. Vicky, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Yeah, well, Vicky, you and I are running the marathon, the Philadelphia Marathon this year. I think we should clear up why my name is Vicky. It's because it's my pseudonym. That's AKA right. <laughs> middle name. Uh, okay. Is that? I don't think you can have a middle name that's also your pseudonym, Vicky. Uh, well. I clearly am not good at giving myself a Published student. author Vicky Stork I'm, is on the podcast. You know, you joke, but people, you are a published poet. Uh, you yeah, are yeah. also a published creative fiction writer in the East Hampton Star. Yes, yes. Um, a and paper I'm not sure actually exists. It is. Some, we asked them to send us a copy and they and didn't they send it. But they never did. I don't know if they just get printed out into the ocean. They got lost in a mail. Yeah, yeah. it to you. Don't you just picture like a seagull shitting on the East Hampton <laughs> Star? That would be a very metaphorical statement about the state of the newspaper industry in this country. Especially the East Hampton Star. I'm a writer who can't give herself a good pseudonym. That's pretty bad. I, I don't, not even creative enough to give myself a new name. I have to pick my middle <laughs> name. It reminds me of when Clarice and I got fake IDs. My best friend from high school and I got fake IDs when we were 15. And uh, I was a and she was Clarice. We just switched names, switched last right. names. So you finally became Jewish that way. Yes. That was finally. good for you. My goal in life. And how does it feel to be living with a Jewish man? It feels great. Does it? Yeah, yeah. You had never seen a circumcised penis prior <laughs> to being with me. Is that that's, correct? That's true, actually. I managed to avoid that. I definitely, um, it was hard because it's America. They were very popular. It was popular. hard the first time you saw it, Yeah. thankfully. Um, right, not yours. The, Is um, that true that circumcised penises are popular in America? Um, no, they're, oh, right. Yes, they are popular. They're, they're not popular anywhere else, really. Right, right. Maybe Israel. Right. But. Mm-hmm. Not really anywhere mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Like England, they're all, um, they all have like turtlenecks and. Turtleneck is a, that's a uh, I don't man know. with a foreskin. That's a foreskin. Have you seen like a, a penis with a foreskin? I have. What does that look like? Almost like a big cowl neck. Uh, a camel neck? Cowl. It's like. A cowl? You're not familiar with women's fashion, but it's a large turtleneck that's very cozy. Okay. Over the a head choker? Of the penis. Is it a choker? No, it's cozy. It's, it's not a choke. It's not choking. It's comfortable and cozy. Okay. And it pulls nicely up and down. Very good for jerking off. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought we were talking about it's the woman's like clothing nat- item in it's, that metaphor. It's actually like a natural. It's like a natural aid to jerking off. Like you wonder. You're like, oh, this is why like cavemen didn't use lotion. They just had like a little turtleneck that they moved up and down. You don't need to have the foreskin to move the, the shaft up and down. You no, 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 no. You don't understand. There's a whole other part. It's like having a koozie on your penis. 
Okay. It's like having a koozie on your penis that you move up and down. And what? And that's how you jerk off. And it also and keeps the penis cold as well. Do, or warm, however. Or warm. You know, it keeps it as it's, a it's thermos. meant to it's be. A bi, it's, it's a bi-thermos, yeah. whatever that's called, yeah. a bisexual thermos. Yeah, I never thought about that. Koozie is really actually more an apt term than a turtleneck. Most of the penises you saw in pornography were... They're circumcised. Circumcised penises in mm-hmm. pornography. And now that I think of it, that's very... Yeah, I guess it, most of it's produced in America. I guess. I yeah. guess like international porn would probably be uncircumcised. I only watched um, Slovakian pornographic films. I'm very art forward, yeah. and yeah. I thought I loved the work of this one director, uh, Guder Schmindik. <laughs> yeah. His real name is obviously not Guder Schmindik. I don't know why I gave his pseudonym. Guder Smegma. Smegma. Yes. Yes. Guder Smegma. Yes, Cooter Smegma, maybe. Cooter Smegma. Actually, I think it is Cooter Smegma. His, the pronunciation's his, pretty hard. Oh, the I think Cyrillic. Cooter Smegma. Cooter. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't Cooter in the attic with Anne Frank? Wasn't, oh, that was Pita. Oh, I, I don't know. I never You've read never Anne read Frank. you never read Anne Frank? Oh, is that true? You never had to read Anne Frank I in did, school? I had to, but like I, I probably read a few chapters, but I didn't finish it. Probably got the spark notes. Really? You're so full of shit. No, you definitely I'm read the whole book. I don't think I finished it. I read other Holocaust books. <laughs> <laughs> I read other books about, uh, you know, the Jewish, uh, Everyone whatever. Everyone has to read, like, one or two. We Everyone needs teacher. one to two Holocaust books in their early childhood repertoire to understand Early the childhood? How old were you? Yeah. Three? No. Oh, sorry. Like, early child. I mean, like, um, child, not like teenager. elementary school, middle school. Like, elementary school. In middle, eighth middle grade, school. Mrs. Miss actually. Uh-oh. 2017, assuming marriage. But but her name was Miss I remember that was M-I-S-S. significant. She was, yes, and I believe she was not married. Um, she was a slut. And also, yeah, she was a huge skank. Um, she actually might have been gay in retrospect. Mm. She may still be. Anyways, we did, I shit you not, like three months on the Holocaust. This woman was committed every side. Three Uh, months is like not that long. That's a lot of time. For like a major... The Holocaust itself only lasted like six years. I mean... The Holocaust is a pretty big event, I think. It's It's worth a few pages. It's worth a unit. It's, it's worth, worth a, a unit, unit in the book. Yes. Now we're back to talking about penises. Mm, yeah. So anyways, Miss was, we, we had to read Anne Frank, Diary of Anne Frank, and we went to see it on Broadway. On Broadway? It was when, on it Broadway. It was on Broadway? Starring Natalie Portman. Really? And we went to see it. I didn't even know and that. And then our middle school principal knew her. From, she went to because she had gone to Southwoods, actually, the middle school that I attended. So How she, many, like, random Syosset geography facts are in this podcast? What are you talking about? <laughs> I just... Here's why I'm bringing it up. Whatever. It was part of a big unit, so we were going to see the play, so she did a whole thing. Whatever. Yeah. The point I was trying to make, though, was when we were reading the book, I remember this one girl raised her hand and asked the teacher, Miss... Is Anne Frank a lesbian? Because Ooh. Anne Frank talks about... Having feelings for no, she talks about having feelings for the her friend from when she's a little girl. This girl Jack Hay. Sexual feelings? Like it's it's like a young woman or a girl like 
going through puberty and like Ooh, talking about her like she was a womanhood. Is that a thing? She said she asked Jack Hay or Jack, I don't know how to pronounce uh, whatever, her female friend, she asked her, she writes of asking her friend if she as part of their friendship she could touch the friend's breasts. That was January 6, 1944, first entry. I'm sure there's scholars that got their PhD Scholar, in ISP and Frank a lesbian. <laughs> I think actually that that's already a PhD program that's like all worn out. Yeah. Like if you pitch that PhD angle, it's like, no. There's definitely like several professors that have a conference every year that's about like Anne Frank being a lesbian and, you know, yeah. how she discovered it. Do you think there's a Slovakian produced lesbian porn about Anne Frank? Oof, probably, but that's very dark. Because I'm seriously disturbed, I ended up crowdsourcing some ideas for Holocaust pornos. Here were the top five. Number five, Ass Chamber. Number four, The Third Dyke. Number three, Auschwitz to Mouth. Number two, Schindler's Length. And number one, Sophie's Moist. Probably a good time to clarify that Vicky had nothing to do with that, and I am sorry, Mom. Y ahora, presentando el baile de Donald Trump. ¿Y qué pasó? When do we beat Mexico at the border? They're laughing at us, at our stupidity. And now they're beating us economically. They are not our friend. Mexico is the new China, by the way. Mexico is unbelievable what they're doing with cars and with uh, industry. They are taking our business like we're a bunch of babies. the best and the finest. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're not sending you. They're not sending you. They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. We have to keep the drugs out of our country. Right now, we're getting the drugs. They're getting the cash. I want to build the wall. We need the wall. But we have some bad hombres here, and we're going to get them out. Somebody's doing the raping, Don. I mean, women being raped. Well, who's doing the raping? The Mexican people. Ven conmigo, mamá, tú quieres gozar. We need a war. Ven conmigo. They're rapists. I love the Mexican people. Bad hombres. We need a war. They're rapists. Ven conmigo. I love the Mexican people. They're rapists. We need a war. Ven conmigo. We need a war. Bad hombres. They're rapists. I love the Mexican people. They're rapists. We need a war. I love the Mexican people. Bad hombres. We need a wall. I love the Mexican people. They're rapists. We need a wall. I love the Mexican people. Bad hombres. We need a wall. I love the Mexican people. They're rapists. Two waiters came up to me tonight. Mr. Trump, we love you. I said, where are you from? Mexico. He said, that's great. I love you too. They're rapists. I do. We need a wall. I love Mexico. I've had tremendous relationships with people in Mexico. I employ thousands of Mexicans. I have, I've employed over the years many thousands of Mexicans. Right. I love the Mexican people. They're fantastic. They're rapists. 
Smarmy Gallivant. Smarmy Gallivant. Conservative talk radio for real conservatives. You show me where in the Constitution it says that Jesus wasn't born in America. Black Lives Matter. Hey, yeah, you know what matters more, you libtards? Faith and family and basic decency. God didn't give his only son so Kanye could make a baby with Beyonce in the end zone during the halftime show. George Soros is paying rich Jews in Hollywood to poison the water to make everyone gay. At this very moment, there are millions of people out there sitting in their climate sex change greenhouses rounding up guns so illegals can kill all the babies and all the white people and make it a crime to believe in Jesus. With Josh Ellis. Once again, the question was, name the four presidents who have won a Nobel Prize. And for a bonus point, which of them is the only Republican president who ever received the award? The three Democratic presidents to win the award were Barack Obama, Jimmy Carter, and Woodrow Wilson. The first president to win the award was also the only Republican president to win it. That was Teddy Roosevelt. What do you hate most about going to the gym? The feeling when I get there of, okay, I'm going to have to do this again. What is that? I.e. working out. And why do you hate and working then out? The, the, the best part of going to the gym is walking out the door after you've worked out. Well, you always feel good in the shower. In and the then... shower. You're right. The shower is post-workout. You feel good. You feel like I did it. Yeah. One more day, one day down. It's moving on. I'm still alive. And then you got to go to work and the feeling cycle starts <laughs> yeah, over again. Yeah, yeah, then it starts again and it just gets worse, it deteriorates, but in that moment, that like bright moment, you're like, I'm on top of this. I got this. This life, I got it. Yeah. My issue with the gym is that you got some people, I think there's a bunch of categories. You got some folks who are fucking shot out of a fucking cannon in the morning. These people are literally itching they're fucking dying they're really happy to to, be there yes could not be more ecstatic best part of their day it is life no it's not just that it's like they're there to do it they're there to really do it and like (laughs) you're not there to do it you're just there to like pretend you're doing it and then feel good in the shower after they're there to really do it. Right. So that's the one category is the folks who are quote unquote there to really do it. Then there's the category of people who just work there for whom it's a job. Right, right. By the way, but then they have to pretend, but that's like a big pretend, part is they have to pretend they're really into it. That's too. right, but there's also plenty of people who work there who are in the first category also, which yeah, is yeah, why yeah. they've that's elected why they got to work the job. in the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then there's the other category of folks, which I think is where you and I fall in. And basically, we're just trying to maintain a base level. We are literally, we'd like to continue to drink beer, consume food at an unnatural, unhealthy pace, level, and scope and scale. Yeah, yeah, and feel okay, yeah. And just get by, just feel okay. I'm not trying to reinvent abs, I'm not trying to... Uh, you know, but it's New York City. It's not Ohio. I'm not gonna just let myself go. You know, uh, I'm. That's I, right. It's New York City. I'm here. 
I'm only I'm queer. 32. <laughs> I'm only 32. It's New York. Yes. It's not Dayton. I'm yes. gonna. I'm just gonna try not uh, to I'm be told obese. We have a phone call from <laughs> Gary in Dayton, Ohio. Gary, how's it going? Uh, yeah, first time calling. Uh, I want to talk to uh, Vicky or whatever her name is. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, why are you talking so much shit on Dayton? What you got? What's your problem with Dayton? Um, Gary, how much do you weigh? Uh, well, I don't know what it matters. I weigh uh, 276 pounds. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. You've proven my point. What are you talking about? I'm 5'4". <laughs> Why am I so Italian? My family moved from New York. Okay, Gary. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad that that guy... I don't know why we even turned That's the phone That's what happens on. when you move from New York to Dayton. But yes, yes. We're not the doers. We're the... Um, right. And I, my, yeah. my biggest issue is that literally whenever one of these high-intensity interval training classes start, what's your... I have this like... 45 second to a minute thing that goes through my head where I'm like, I could Not just, again. I, no, 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 that too. <laughs> For me, it's like, I could walk right now. Like nobody would judge you me. You do? Always, See, every See, I class. never think you do. I think he's ready to go. <laughs> no, he's in every there. Class. And I think about it as soon, you know, when I get there, the high knees. That's when you're. The high knees are when I'm like, oh, Really? I can't believe I'm doing this again. <laughs> it's the high knees. Have you ever watched yourself do high knees in a mirror? Have you ever had the indignity? Have you ever? <laughs> I'll tell you this. First off, I don't actually put my knees up high enough, so I don't know that I have, have ever, ever watched myself do high knees correctly. Have you ever put your hands at waist height? To hit the knees as the knees come up and no. watch that happen in a mirror, is it'll take you down a notch. It's probably it's pretty right. humbling. Yeah, because right. for me, it's like at that moment, it's like there's so far to go. You know, yes. you're in it and you're like, no, it's not even close to over. <laughs> yeah, it's just started. It just began. You know, because when it's halfway, and you look at the clock, it's pretty painful. But you're like. We're almost, we're getting there. But when it first started, yeah. What was the worst kiss you ever had, Liz? His name was Corey. Uh, we were on a teen tour together. We were in, I want to say we were somewhere in California. We went to a skating rink and everyone was ice skating. And Corey's friends told me that he liked me. And my friend said, Corey likes you. And I said, yeah. That's fine. Okay. I like him too, I guess. Which I guess I did. And then you put your finger in his butt? We like went and met outside of the skating rink. It was so awkward. And then he just like leaned over and put his tongue in my mouth. And it was very like, just like tongue just sitting in the mouth for a second. Very weird. And, And then afterwards I was like, yeah, I can't do this. No, you see, you never had like a normal kiss. His first. No, that was it. I'm his not first gonna... move was he just put his tongue down your throat. Yeah, and I was just like, gross. Can't wow. do it. That was it. That was the end. Of... Then, uh, fast forward about 10, 11 years. Yeah. And I am at a uh, formal at my law school, and I look across the room, and who is it? It's Corey. I saw him again. He went to law school with me. Isn't that crazy? And... No more Finger tongue. Finger in the butt. No more tongue. Woo! First episode in the can, y'all. What'd you think? Email us at podcastbricolage at gmail.com. 
Tell us about your worst kiss or what you hate about the gym or your favorite Holocaust porno. This has been Bricolage, created and hosted by Lev. Thanks for listening all the way to the end. Theme song, sponsor song, and trivia song written by Alex Schiff. Creative Commons attribution credits are in the text description of each episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a good review on the internet. And if you didn't, you can eat my ass with a spoon, Kathleen. I don't love you anymore. See you next time.